welcome to the fifth episode of Another Week in the Books. In the week of May 13th through May 19th, I give you this week's book thoughts, books I'm reading, books I finished, books I added to the reading list, books that were mentioned or authors that were mentioned on podcasts, and the stats for the week. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Alexander, the great reader. The first segment is book thoughts. So for this week, I was reading a book called Crushing. The author is T.D. Jakes, a famous pastor, a pastor that I enjoy, and I'm also a Christian, so I like reading Christian books. Now, while reading that book, there was two books that came to mind. Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins is the first one. And this whole theory about crushing is, you know, the process of it's okay to suffer. It's part of it. And David Goggins is all about suffering. To me, he's the king of suffering. And he says the best time to do anything is when you're lazy or when you don't feel good, when you're tired, you've, you feel exhausted, you feel you can't go no more. He says those are the best times because life is like that. You're always going to have those times. And if you're continually practicing to suffer during those conditions, when something real comes, you're already, it's a daily routine to you. It's no big deal. And that's why he can push himself more than any person. He's an ultra marathon runner. He holds records in pull-ups. He was able to finish the Navy SEALs training that, I guess, helps you to join Navy SEALs. And right now, he's really big because people are not preaching that. He's one of the only people preaching that it's okay to suffer, and it's actually something of value if you're able to sustain suffering for a long time and not let it bother you. The other book while reading Crushing that I I thought about was Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. This is a really good book where you're consistently putting yourself in situations that are going to build this resistance, this thick skin of being anti-fragile or challenges. You're putting yourself in challenging situations and you're building a thick skin and you're eventually going to become anti-fragile where it's very difficult to break you. Now, again, Can't Hurt Me came to mind and it came again while reading Existentialism is a Humanism by Jane Paul Sartre. It's a really good book. It's about existentialism. And it's basically, it's your choice type philosophy. And Can't Hurt Me, that's what he preaches, David Goggin. It's your choice to go and run when you're tired. It's your choice to read the book you need to read to get the good grades when you're tired, when you haven't slept, when you don't understand it. It's your choice. And you're constantly making that choice. And if the choice involves any type of resistance or hurt or suffering, then better. Let's do this. Another book, reading the same book, reminded me of Carol DeWick's Mindset. And existentialism is like you're on this journey in called life. 
And then you have to make choices no matter what. And those choices are going to affect your journey. And mindset's kind of like that. It's like, it's your choice to f- have a fixed mindset, meaning it's, let's, uh, since this is a book about podcast uh, books, since this is a podcast about books, let's come with the point of saying you have a fixed mindset that I cannot read for more than five minutes. That's a fixed mindset. And that's a choice you're making to believe that and accept that and live that. The other w- way around is a growth mindset and say, okay, right now I can read five minutes, but I know I can increase this. And there's books like Atomic Habits by James Clear, Power Habit by Charles Doug. A lot of books on how to create habits, compound effect. So a growth mindset chooses to say, okay, I'm going to read five minutes and five seconds for one week straight. And then the next week, I'm going to read five minutes and seven seconds. And then the next week, and you keep growing and growing. That's a growth mindset. You don't stop. You don't let that stop you. You're choosing to keep growing. The next segment is books I'm reading. Now, I'm reading, I'm still reading Uncle Tom's Cabin by Harriet Beecher Stowe. That book has been very entertaining so far. I'm reading Black Panther by Christopher Priest. That's a graphic novel. It's like a four-book series on Black Panther. I've been enjoying that, learning a lot about Black Panther. I enjoyed the movie. I've never read his comic, so I saw it as a good starting point for Black Panther. I'm also reading Zucked by Robert McNamere, I think his name is. I didn't write it down. But that book, I'm really enjoying. If you're going to read that book, read The Filter Bubble before you read that. Because they talk a lot about The Filter Bubble in that Zuck book, Zucked book. And lastly, the other book is Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass by Frederick Douglass. I'm enjoying that book. Learning a lot about Frederick Douglass. He's someone here. I live in the United States. I'm a citizen, born and raised in the United States. So it's good to learn a little about history, especially with figures that have affected American history and cultures and society. Books I have finished. So this week I finished Adulthood is a Myth by Sarah Anderson. Very good book. I like it. It's very short. You can read it in like 30, 40 minutes. And it's a graphic novel. It had a lot of praise, won some awards, and it's very funny. It's in a girl's perspective. So I don't know if, you know, there's certain people, I guess, who don't like reading books in the girl's perspective, but I thought it was funny. And there was a lot of humor in there, and I kind of agreed on a lot of the stuff. I kind of went back to wait, because I'm 36 years old, and I used to think like that. I used to hate all the things that adults had to do because I was already adult and I was being forced to do these things that I don't want to do. And there was nothing great about these things. Steal Like an Artist by Austin Klein, or Clone. Or I don't even know how I'm pronouncing that right or not, but that was a good one. That's another short one. Read it in an hour or 10 minutes. And this one was brought a lot of, I don't want to say relief. It kind of helped me to not blame myself or judge myself or shame myself of stealing because I used to be a music producer and I got pretty big and I was doing music for big artists and I would sample a lot and I would take ideas from other producers and make them my own. And this book talks about that where a lot of greats, especially people who are artistic, musicians, 
people who paint, dancers, all kinds of creative people steal a little in there and they just turn it into their own thing and it's okay. That's how things evolve. And I got a lot of closure on that and I was like, okay. And I still kind of do that because I take a little of what podcasts I listen to. I take a little of what people are reading and their style of reading and take it mine. And I take a little of what I read in these books. I take what they're doing and make it my own. It's a very good book. I like it. Next is Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conran. This is a classic, so I am trying to read a lot of classics and a lot of novels. So I was doing two things that I need to work on. And this one was a difficult one. I guess the writing of the book is what's praised. And I really didn't get the writing. I was dozing off wanting to finish the book. But, I, you know, I, I went through it. I learned some things. One thing I learned is like... There was this, the stories about this guy called Kurt, and, and he goes into the African jungles, and he ends up liking their society, their lifestyle, and he consumes it himself and becomes it. And what I got from that, and then it ends up, you know, changing him, and it wasn't the best of lifestyles. It didn't look great or anything prior of what he had, you know, so... He was coming there to change them, and then they ended up changing him. And, you know, a lot of people nowadays are coming to change other people's societies, and they end up getting changed by that society that they're trying to change, just like how now a lot of people here from the West, the United States, they go to the East and learn meditation and mindfulness and all these things. And they come in here trying to change everybody and do... There's a lot of benefits and everything, but, you know, it's a double-edged sword because it's not for everyone. And nobody, everybody doesn't want to live that lifestyle. Existentialism is a humanism by Jean-Paul Sartre. There's this term called existentialism, and I kept hearing it and reading it and hearing podcasts, and I'm like, I need to know what this means. And it's a philosophy, and I guess this author is one of the big proponents of it. And I get it after I read it. It's like a philosophy of making your own choices and building your own journey and adding a moral element to it where you have a moral, a moral imperative, a moral obligation to do the thing that's going to get you to your highest optimal person you can become. And I agree with a lot that, you know, every day we're making a choice of either becoming a better person uh, or healthier by the way we eat, if we're exercising, if we're reading books for our mental, if we're meditating, if we're practicing gentleness, kindness towards our family, becoming more empathetic, become, having more willpower and patience with our family and friends and people who piss us off, you know. So we're, every day we're making that choice and are you making that moral choice of doing the right thing that's going to make you a better person. And that's what kind of existentialism is, is making that choice. Crushing by T.D. Jakes was another good one. I'm a Christian again, and I mentioned this book earlier. I like Christian books. And the thing about the Holy Bible, which I've read you know a couple times front to back, is you can go really deep on a sentence, a deep on a little story, and T.D. Jakes, to me, is one of the best of doing that. And he goes really deep on this theory of the process of making wine. And it's, a, it's sprinkled throughout the Bible. And he does a really good job to like bring it to life 
and it's not a new message. It's a message I've heard before of, you know, loving the process, uh, long-term thinking, uh, allowing those things, you know, this is part of your journey, the hero's journey. So it was a good to hear his perspective on it and hear how the Bible, several parts, you know, referencing that to make bring to life more of the Bible and, you know, my faith in what my calling or my purpose in life is and, and allow, allowing these situations that I, I'm in or experiences that are happening to me with the belief that, you know, it's just part of my journey and it's building me to become this better person. Books added to the reading list. This week I added God in the ICU by Dave Walker. I was just searching on Hoopla and that one showed up as, you know, audio books that are new. Conscience by Annika Harris. I listened to the Sam Harris I think it's called Making Sense Podcast, and he was promoting his wife's new book. Sounds really good, so I put it on the reading list. Reality Hunger by David Shields. That was one that, on the back of that Austin Klein's Stealing Like an Artist book, he recommends. He also recommends in the back What It Is by Linda Berry. Now, It Can Happen Here by... Sinclair Lewis. I was on Amazon searching for the filter bubble and then looking at what other customers bought, and that one looked really good. I also added Unlearned by Humble the Poet. I listened to him. He had an interview on the School of Greatness, and I liked it, and I didn't know he put out a book, so put it on the reading list. No Sweat by Michelle Cigar. There's this website called Optimize.me. He has a reading list there, and I saw that, added it to the reading list. The Tools by Phil Stutz is another one that I got off this Optimize.me. Awareness by Anthony DeMello, another one off the Optimize.me reading list. I was at Barnes & Noble Saturday, I think I was there, looking at books. I saw The Zookeeper's Wife by Diane Ackerman. I know they made a movie, got a lot of good reviews. Put it on the reading list, Jaws by Sandra Kahn. So I was looking at Jared Diamond's new book. I forgot the title, but in the back, he's got people praising the book. And Sandra Kahn is one of them uh, who wrote this book, Jaws. So I looked into this book, Jaws, and I liked it. The same thing for, oh, no, that's the only one off that one. The Salt on Intelligence by Michael Hayden is another book I saw while at the Barnes & Noble's. The Spy and Trader by Ben McIntyre. This one I saw on Amazon too while looking. I think is the filter bubble also. I was looking at other books, recommendations, and that was one that came up. Now, podcasts that had books mentioned on them or authors. So Aubrey Marcus had Mark Manson. I mentioned them before on other podcasts because he has this new book. Coming out, I think it's called Everything is Fucked. And he's talking about the book, but this this one was a different type of interview because Aubrey's into psychedelics, so it went more in the philosophical area and deep into the, the actual book. And he speak really highly of it, and now I'm actually excited to read it. Impact Theory also had Mark Manson this week on their podcast. It was a great interview, deep also. I think the Aubrey Marcus I enjoy, enjoyed much, but you know I really want to read this book now. I have it 
on my phone right now, so I should start reading it either this week or next week. And then on the Joe Rogan podcast, there was a lady called Annie Jacobson. I loved the interview. She's really into not taking sides on stories like Area 51, killers that work for government, CIA, and things like that. She has a new book, and I put, I think I put, or I I know that I wished it on my OverDrive app. It's what the Orange County Library uses for free audiobooks. They have all, all of them. So I put on there on my wish list all her books because I'm really into conspiracy theories. I used to listen to Alex Jones a lot. He just got too wild for me, but I enjoy it. I don't. I'm, I can't say that everything is true, but you know, I think there's some truth sprinkled in there. And Annie Jacobson talks about, oh yeah, the Operation Paperclip book sounds really good. I think that's the first one I'm gonna work with, where they were taking all the Nazis and bringing them here in America, and you know, helping us build technologies and do research and things like that. So the stats. So for the month, I have read 14 books in the month of May. The pages are 3,294 for the month of May. And for the year of 2019, I'm already at 88 books and have read for the year of 2019 21,771 pages. So that's it. I'll catch you on the next one.